You are listening to Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets with Naomi Rose, the food business talk show that shares with you the reality of what's happening in the food and hospitality industry. I am on a mission to help as many people as possible grow and build successful food businesses. Each week on this podcast, you'll get useful information, top tips, as well as what's really happening in the kitchen behind the scenes. Let's get on to today's show. Hello everybody and welcome to today's Kitchen Secrets podcast. It's Naomi here and it's really great to have you here listening in. Let me know what you've been up to this week or this weekend because I always love to hear from people. You can drop me an email at naomi at bakingboss.net or even DM me at Naomi Rose Baking Boss. I am on the socials everywhere. So this weekend I've actually been in a town in UK called St Albans and I have been at the Foodies Festival which is an absolutely fantastic event and I was doing a demo in the cake and bake tent of Chelsea Buns which was so much fun. I really, really enjoyed myself and it was really nice to get out and meet lots of people and also Foodies Festival, you just eat lots of food, get to try lots of things and there's some great live music there as well so it's been a really great weekend. The sun was out. So, you know, that's a an extra bonus in the UK. So this slightly leads on to today's podcast because I'm talking about motivation. And it's the first S in my Bossit method. So for the last couple of podcasts, I've been talking about my Bossit method um, and what it stands for. So just a bit of a recap if you're coming into this podcast and this is your first time listening. So the Bossit method is my framework, if you like, for how to manage a food business or any small business, really. It's a good kind of base start point that will help you really navigate all of those things that happens when you're running your own business. And BOSSIT stands for Boundaries, Organisation, Self-Motivation, Systems, Intuition and Trust. And these, I think, are really kind of key things that will help set you up for business success, whatever it is you're doing. Now, the first S is stands for self-motivation. The reason I put this into my Bossit method, because I think it's something that can easily get overlooked. When you're working for someone else, you've got someone else sort of setting you the tasks that you need to do, trying to keep you motivated, set your direction. And you've kind of got that person pushing you along whether you want to or not, kind of keeping you on track with all of those things that you need to do. When you're running your own business, you're in the driving seat. You're the one behind the wheel and you're the one that's going to have to set that direction and get up in the morning and go out and do the job that you set yourself to do. So you have got to find ways to keep yourself motivated because there will be some days where you won't want to go to work or you might feel like you're too tired or too exhausted and you might think well it's my own business so of course I will always be motivated to do it but some days you just won't it happens with everything we love we find that we kind of almost burn ourselves out and we've been if we've been doing it day in and day out for a while it's really hard to sometimes kind of pick ourselves up and really kind of go yes I really want to go and do this today and you you have to because it's your business and you really want to do well in it and that is your passion. So today, this is why I'm talking about how to stay motivated. And particularly if you're going, you know, some days it won't always go right, things will go against you. It's what happens in business. It's always going to be a learning process. And that is perfectly okay. But what is really challenging is sometimes is to pick yourself back up and go, okay, what can I learn from that? And what can I take forward? 
with what I do next. So this is what I'm talking about. And I put together five tips for you that might help you think about how you can manage that motivation in your business. And it links into the other things I've been talking about on my blog around and on this podcast as well around the Bossit Method about boundaries and organisation. So boundaries, again, I talk a lot about self-care because this is the one thing I found really tricky to balance when I was running my business before. And often I would forget about myself, but having that self-care will really help you with self-motivation as well. Taking that break and giving yourself space will keep you really enthusiastic about your business and being organised because, again, if you feel in control, you will feel more motivated to do more things and you will be able to keep moving forward and pushing with your business. Again, really important thing for you. So let's get into my top tips for today. So number one is let's go back to basics. So just remind yourself why you started your business in the first place and remind yourself of those goals. So this is a bit of a without sounding too woo or too a bit out there but this is a visualization so just think as to what it is you were trying to achieve with your business that will make you what made you change whatever it was you were doing before and why you started it so for me when I opened up my first business Elsie Mays a cafe bar and bakery it was very much about I wanted to be my own boss I really wanted to provide a experience for people that they could come in, really enjoy themselves, just relax. And I love food and I love baking. So just go back to those basic things of the things that you love that made that passion become your business. Because motivation, we get motivation from other people, we can get inspiration from other people, but actually really and truly motivation has to come from within. And often it can be the battle of your mind. So if you're a got a very loud inner critic, someone that tells you you can't do that, sometimes it can be really, really hard when you haven't got someone else like a boss to sort of push you along and tell you you're doing okay. And that's got to come from within you. So you need to find a really good balance of making sure that you remind yourself of why you started this business, what it is you're focusing on doing, what what is it that you love about it. And sometimes it might just be, you know, going and making some really lovely cakes for a bit. Just take yourself back to what made you start it in the first place. Even if you feel like you're up against it and you've got 101 things to do, go back, just go back to the simple starting point of what is it that you wanted from the business in the first place why did you stop what you're doing and if that means that if you're feeling like really deflated or you're really struggling with a few things at the moment and I know some people in hospitality have had lots of struggles I was one of those people that really struggled and I had to close my business as a result and which is why I'm here now doing what I'm doing but I had to remind myself when I closed Elsie Mays why I started it And it's because I love business and I love baking. And that's what I really want to take forward into Baking Boss. And this is why I'm here now. So again, I just had to keep reminding myself of what do I love? What what is it that I really, really want from this business? So I had to keep focusing on that and then just going and doing the stuff I love. So just take a moment, go make some bread, go need need something, go and (laughs) make a cake, go and decorate and just have a bit of a breath, put some music on in the background or whatever it is. Listen, listen to my podcast, for instance. Find those sort of 
little ways of reminding yourself, looking at your goals. I have my goals for my new business posted on my office wall. So it keeps me really focused on why I am here and why I'm doing it so that I can kind of go, yes, that is what I want to achieve. And I am going to achieve that. And sometimes I just have to keep looking at those and going, yeah, that's what I'm aiming towards. Some days I don't want to, you know, some days I don't want to go to work. Some days you wake up and you think I'm really tired. I just don't want to do it. But I come up in my office and I've got it all set up for me in a way I love. And I've got those goals right in front of me. So again, put them on your screensaver on your phone, wherever you might see them. But just what is it that your key, your core of your business, what is it that you really wanted to achieve with that? So put that somewhere that stays in the forefront of your mind, because that will really, really help keep you motivated. So my second tip for you is celebrate your wins. I think sometimes we can really, really easily forget to actually celebrate when things go right because often we focus so much on what doesn't go right that we forget to take moments to kind of go yes I've I've achieved something there however big or small it could be that you've gained some new followers on social media or some a customer has come up to you and said how much they loved your food today just giving yourself that time to really reflect on what you've achieved in your business however big or small and having a moment it could be that you have you treat yourself for something going really, really well, however big or small. It could be having a relaxing evening, having a hot bath, or it could be going out for dinner or having a really nice drink, whatever that might be. But just give yourself the time to really reflect on those wins and enjoy them. You know, you've you've started your own business and that is something to be commended because not everyone does that. Every small milestone that you really achieve will help you stay motivated with your business. Let me give you a couple of examples of this. So one thing I do on a weekly and also a monthly basis is I set myself new goals. So I've talked a little bit about this on previous podcasts, but I actually analyse lots of different things I do. So I have a spreadsheet set up that looks at things like followers, email open rates, all of these little bits. And at the end of each week, I will look at them and see how they're doing and whether they're going up or down. And then I will then use them to help me shape whatever it is I might be doing that month as well. So I can really kind of get the full picture of my business and keep track on it. But I also then look at it on a quarterly basis and I can see how far I've come in that short time. And sometimes it's, you know, you think, oh, it doesn't feel like I'm achieving anything. Actually, sometimes it's really quite a lot. And I forget that. And particularly when you're in the thick of it, it's you overlook it. So I actually take a little moment to just celebrate what I've done in that time. Kind of pick out some of the highlights that I think have done really well. So my second example is actually from this weekend. Uh, that the demo I was doing in St Albans, hence the story at the beginning of my podcast today. I'd done my demo on Chelsea Buns and I, all I was doing was shaping them and just really, really demoing how you roll up the Chelsea Buns. So half an hour, quite a short demo in that sense, but it, I was trying to make sure I didn't overload people with information. And I had one lady come up to me at the end and she said to me, I've learned more in the last 30 minutes than I have done in 17 years. I've This is something I do every day, so it's very natural for me. But for someone else, they've learned this huge amount from me just sharing what I've done. So for me, that was a massive win because, you know, I really 
set out to achieve. I wanted to help people get better at baking and give them lots of tips so they could go away and do it in their home kitchens. And it just goes to show that the demo was on the right lines and it was what that lady had learned had learned lots. So that was a really great win for me this weekend. So I had a little moment to celebrate that for myself. So again, give yourself a little bit of time to celebrate those wins and just remember that you are achieving a huge amount by starting your own business. It is not easy. They can be really, really small things, but just celebrate them. My third tip is, and again, I've talked a little bit about this on previous podcasts, is find a support network. So whether it's a local business community or a group of other like-minded business owners near to you, or online. There are loads and loads of networks online that you can join that can give you that extra bit of support. I was always quite scared of approaching other similar businesses to mine because I thought, oh, I feel like I'm the competition. Actually, in reality, a lot of business owners are very supportive of other business owners because we all want each other to do well. Businesses work best with a community and that's certainly my experience of it and I think a lot of other businesses. So if you find a community of like-minded people that you can share your ups and downs or whatever that might be or if you're finding something particularly challenging, you can go to them and just ask for a bit of support and more often than not you will get a wealth of really helpful, supportive people that will be able to pick you up when you really don't want to be picked up. I am part of several groups that do that. And all I found is lots and lots of support from very different people where you can share your worries, share your wins. We love sharing wins on various different groups as well. So do share your wins because it helps other people get picked up as well. So you can be there and help other people, which in turn keeps you motivated to keep going. The other thing about being part of a support network is that you might get some great inspiration from other people or great ideas. Having a network where you can talk about your business, share your passion, share your motivations. Sometimes someone else can give you a different perspective and you can go, I didn't think of that. Why did that not occur to me? I have got lots of really useful tips from being part of that support network that's kept me motivated in my business. Being part of a network like that means that it kind of keeps you going, keeps you involved and you don't feel alone. It's very easy to feel alone in your business and that's where it can be really difficult to get that motivation. Find a group near you, whether it's an in-person group or an online group. I have, in fact, got a brand new Facebook group for baking bosses out there. So come and find me at Naomi Rose Baking Boss on Facebook and you can come and join my group where I am going to make sure that there is plenty of support and motivation for you out there. There are also lots of local networking groups. I found there's lots for different types of businesses so you can also go and find them but if you just want a bit of one-to-one support or whatever that might be you could also dm me directly i am naomi rose baking boss on the socials or drop me an email naomi at bakingboss.net because i want you to do really well and stay motivated with your businesses so do give me a shout out if you're really struggling and i can help you whatever that might be My fourth tip is something I've already alluded to in this podcast. It's review and learn from your experiences. Keeping track of 
goals, how you are getting to them, analysing your sales, analysing how many customers are coming in. It will just really help you to stay motivated because you will understanding your numbers, whether that be financial, whether that be your social following, your emails, whatever it is that you're doing, you can keep track and see whether you are keeping to target or not. If something is not going as you expect or something's not working quite right, it's a learning experience. Doesn't mean you've done anything wrong, but by tracking it, it can really help you to understand the bigger picture, understand what's going on in your business so that you can then make adjustments to either not do something anymore. Maybe you've had this great idea that just doesn't work. My example of this was when we first opened the bar. We were like, we're not going to do cocktails because there are loads of cocktails around town. We're going to be gin and wine because one, it's easier because you just open open bottles and just do one mix. And secondly, loads of places are being cocktail bars. So we want to do something a bit different. Every fourth group that came in asked if we did cocktails. We didn't. They walked straight back out. I had to go, Okay, (laughs) our ideas were wrong. Let's get a cocktail bar manager in here and we will change that around. And we did. And it was fantastic. So, again, just listening, reviewing, analysing and keeping on track of everything. You can really, really understand what's going on. And that will help keep you motivated because when something doesn't quite go as according to plan, you can easily correct it because you know what's going on. So if it doesn't work, ditch it. It's your business. That's absolutely fine to do. You can change direction. It doesn't matter that you've changed direction if something isn't working. But if you don't see the numbers, you can't do that. So set up, a doesn't have to be complicated, but set up a way that you can review and learn from all these different experiences so that then you can keep on improving and learning and you will become better at your business because you've done that. And you will stay motivated because you know what's going on. You're in control. So my fifth and final tip for staying motivated and keeping that self-motivation in your business is get somebody who can be your accountability partner. Now, a person who's an accountability partner, and this is a term that I've heard in a few different groups, it is someone that not is there to tell you when you're not achieving your goals. It is not that kind of a person. Accountability partner is to help you keep on track and be a personal support to you in some way. So it could be another business owner or it could be your business partner. Somebody that you can go to that can you can have a say a monthly catch up over a coffee or a quarterly catch up. You can set some targets, set some goals and they can be there to run through the review of how your business is doing and what you want to then go forward and do in your next quarter. So what have you done? What's gone well? What's maybe not gone so well? What do you want to do coming up? What is it that you want your accountability partner to help you with? And that can really help you stay motivated, having that person that you can just basically run through all of those things that you want to achieve. They can help you set those realistic goals for you because if you're anything like me I am always way too ambitious with my time hence why I usually run about 10 minutes late for everything I always think I can do more than I can an accountability partner can really help you focus on 
what is realistic, what is achievable. And also, you can then talk quite openly with them about maybe what's not going so well. And they can give you that pick me up, that kind of that check in to make sure that you're okay, And you can be the same for them. So as an accountability partner, you would also do the same for them. You would be their support. So you can really find someone that can build that bond between you and you can share all of those goals, share all of your ideas, even if you think they sound a bit too far stretched. It doesn't matter. They're your goals. If you want to achieve them, you can achieve them. It's just how you get there. And I'll be talking about that on my next podcast. So they are my five top tips for staying motivated, for getting that self-motivation in your business. So just a little recap. Number one, remind yourself why you started your business and what your goals are. Number two, celebrate all your amazing wins because you are amazing at what you're doing. Number three, find a support network. And I will say come and join my group on Facebook for baking bosses. Come and join it because it'll be great to have you in there, in there so I can support you in there so you can support other people as well. Review and learn from every experience. Tip number four. So just keep tracking what you're doing. And again, this will help you celebrate your wins. See how these all tie into each other. And number five, get an accountability partner. You can call them your buddy, whatever it might be. But either way, get someone that you can set your goals with, set your targets with, review what's been going on and get that personal support with one another. So that's today's podcast all about self-motivation. And just remember, motivation does come from within. It's something that we can use other people to inspire us, but it comes from within you. So really think about getting that mindset in the right place to think I can and I will rather than this is really hard. And if you struggle with that, if you're inner critic, because I talk a little bit about inner critic, because I have a very loud one sometimes, come and talk to me about it. If you're struggling with that self-motivation, drop me a DM at Naomi Rose Baking Boss, ping me an email, naomi at bakingboss.net, and I am here to help you with whatever self-motivation struggle you are really dealing with at the moment. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember, do subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And also, if you haven't already, go and download my guide for 10 easy steps on how to open a cafe and bakery if it's something that you are coming in new to. It's got lots of useful advice in there. It's completely free, available on my website, bakingboss.net. And there's also links to it all over my social. So go and download it. Like I say, it's completely free, but it's got lots of useful tips in there to get you going on your baking business journey. Well, that's it for this week. I hope you have a lovely week, whatever it is you're up to. Do come and give me a shout out. I love to hear from you, Naomi Rose Baking Boss on the socials and Naomi at bakingboss.net on the email. Have a great week and I'll see you all next week. And remember, happy baking. Thank you for listening to Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets with Naomi Rose. If you're enjoying this podcast, then please do give it a review. And don't forget to subscribe and follow. If you want to get some useful resources, then do visit my website, bakingboss.net. And give me a follow on social media at Naomi Rose Baking Boss and I am Baking Boss. We'll see you on the next episode.